President Putin agreed to this interview with a Western journalist, having refused uh, other such requests since 2019. I think he wants to speak to a particular audience in the United States, i.e. audience to him, uh, to, to whom uh, Tucker Carlson speaks, uh, the American far right, uh, the, those people who are uh, President Trump's base. Uh, those will will slurp up this interview uh, like it's the most delicious thing. I mean, they don't know the nuances of this conflict uh, and they feel that this is Biden's war. They want Trump to solve this problem for them. And what arrogance batted with ignorance. How low can some mainstream media news outlets go? This is disrespectful and offensive to well-meaning and intelligent listeners. What is so bad about hearing from the other side? Was this not what? was used to be called journalism. Hello and welcome again to the Edge Politics Podcast. Geopolitical Queen here with today's episode on how the Western mainstream media has become a dictatorial propaganda tool that can accept other opinions but theirs alone. So much so that presenting documents as proof of a case is considered to be a manipulation. Obviously, we have now reached a point where politicians say openly who can speak, what they can say, and when they can say it and that is what we are being fed by Deutsche Welle in this video which I will be sharing with you soon. Isn't it sad that after two years of this Russian SMO in Ukraine this is the first time that President Putin of Russia is being interviewed by a Western journalist. So no journalist managed to interview President Putin to hear his side of the story. Meanwhile, Zelensky receives interview after interview. And we are supposed to believe only the Ukrainian side of the story. Don't believe me? Just listen to this news anchor again. Putin's interview with Tucker Carlson was his first one-on-one -on -one interview with Western media since 2019. He used the, uh, the occasion to push for recognition of Moscow's interests and depicted Russia as a victim of Western betrayal and fear-mongering. Conservative talk show host Tucker Carlson's a former Fox News anchor, an ally of Donald Trump and a vocal opponent of US military aid for Ukraine. 
You travel to Moscow to speak to uh, the Russian president. Here are some excerpts from their conversation, uh, which was broadcast on the Tucker Carlson network. Do you think NATO is worried about this becoming a global war or a nuclear conflict? At least that's what they're talking about. And they're trying to intimidate their own population with an imaginary Russian threat. Can you imagine a scenario where you sent Russian troops to Poland? Only in one case, if Poland attacks Russia. Why? Because we have no interest in Poland, Latvia or anywhere else. I think you're saying you want a negotiated settlement to what's happening in Ukraine. We're willing to negotiate. It is the Western side, and Ukraine is obviously a satellite state of the U.S. This endless mobilization in Ukraine, the hysteria, the domestic problems, sooner or later it will result in agreement. Do you think it's too humiliating at this point for NATO to accept Russian control of what was two years ago Ukrainian territory. Up until now there has been the uproar and screaming about inflicting a strategic defeat on Russia on the battlefield. Now they are apparently coming to realize that it is difficult to achieve, if possible at all. In my opinion, it is impossible by definition. It is never going to happen. Why don't you just call Biden and say, let's work this out? If you really want to stop fighting, you need to stop supplying weapons. It will be over within a few weeks. That's it. Who blew up Nord Stream? <laughs> you for sure. I was busy that day. <laughs> you personally may have an alibi, but the CIA has no such alibi. Shall we end here, or is there anything else? No, I think that's great. Just for the record, I also has, have an alibi. Um, as you can imagine, reactions to that interview from around the world have been swift and critical, with many political figures ridiculing it and dismissing it as a useful propaganda tool for... Can anyone believe his ears when a Deutsche Welle, which literally has German Deutsch in its name, leaves out what President Putin said about German national interests and rather runs on and on and on about Etaka Carlson, who is doing his journalistic services. But why should we be surprised? Didn't we expect to hear something like that from a guest who is from an American institution. So how could such a guest say anything otherwise? All others are gullible except him. Or what arrogance? Let's take another listen to this impertinent one too. Them in one day. And so what, if, if, if he feeds them that line, then, then what? How does that benefit uh, Putin sitting in, in Moscow? 
Well, it, it benefits Putin in in the longer term. He is, of course, monitoring what is happening in the United States very closely. He knows that the United States is in the middle of a, of uh, electoral pre-electoral chaos, and obviously we have elections coming up in November. He's counting on uh, Donald Trump to win in those elections, and he's sort of speaking to both Donald Trump uh, and you know to those people around him, but also to that part of the American public who are. Uh, tired uh, uh, about Ukraine and who uh, who are perhaps most gullible to uh, take everything that Putin says and, and take it as sacred truth. Do you think we learned anything from this encounter? There was very, very little. The interview was very strange. Uh, it started with a long discourse into uh, Russian history going back to the ninth century. I think uh, Carlson did not uh, expect that. Uh, Putin showed himself uh, manipulative as ever, um, you know, showing documents, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, stuff that we've known about and we've seen him talk about, uh, but this is sort of his way to justify his war of aggression against Ukraine. Uh, is you know, It is for him to root it in some deep historical issues that go back a thousand years. Uh, and then he talked about things like the peace talks that uh, failed in March, April uh, 2022. There was very little new that he said mm. there. He ridiculed Germany at one point, which I thought was a, a nuance, a new thing. Well, not necessarily a new thing. He ridiculed Germany previously, but he sort of uh, suggested that Germany has its no, uh, doesn't understand its own national interest, that its own national interest should be in importing gas from Russia and not uh, listening to Poland or to the United States. Uh, so overall, I would say there was almost zero new stuff in there. So you see... You've seen it, you've heard it. Presenting documents as proof of a case is considered to be a manipulation. Unfortunately, those of us who want unbiased reporting and are trying to be able to think for ourselves will have to avoid some of these Western mainstream media outlets. Whether or not you agree with the opposing views, to resolve anything, you have to understand the why. The only way to do that is through communication. Why are most of these Western mainstream media outlets so scared of such words? It is indeed such Dolce Veles blatant bias against Russia that has made it a good reason why this interview with Tucker Carlson was necessary for the world. So what do you think? As compared to the allegations on Tucker being a puppy dog for President Putin, is the Deutsche Welle not purely the puppy dog of President Biden too? Who is the headmaster of global propaganda 
if not the United States. How many times do we hear anything from Russia? Well, kindly leave your comments in the comment section below. And thanks for tuning in. I will be back with the next broadcast. Good day.